Yo, it's Saved by Paris, host of another motherfucking podcast. And today I am joined by my good friend, frequent collaborator, the CEO of 4N Entertainment with more than 850,000 streams across all platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, Rhythm. What is good, my guy? What's good, homie? Hey, man, where can the people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me basically everywhere at 4N Rhythm. Bet, bet. That would be, uh, yeah. <laughs> For in rhythm. And of course, if you're listening uh, to the YouTube version, I will put all of his links in the description box below so you can check out his social media and his music. Dope artist. So um, definitely, you know, get on the wave now before it's too late. But uh, just hopping straight into it, dog. Talk to us about your music journey. What led to you becoming a hip hop artist? Man, shit. I basically have always been like, trying to do music but I, I was kind of I was kind of timid to try to do it in high school because I didn't really know what I was doing and I was playing football all the time so I didn't really have that much free time and then after after I stopped playing college uh college ball I was like man I got all this time and I'm not doing shit and I had this mic and it said kind of good and I was like okay I mean shit I, I'll go ahead See, yeah, we went to the, uh, for the people That's that don't know, started. we went to the um, same high school. So I was uh, making music in high school, but I, I didn't really go full into it until college. Is that the same with you? Like when you went to college, is that when you started experimenting more with your sound and all yeah, that? Yeah, basically the, yeah, basically okay. the exact same thing. Like I, I started making, I like write songs in high school, but they weren't like, they're, they're definitely not as good as I'm doing now. Like right. I, I was like, I don't know. It was always a love song or something. I was sad. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> well, man, talk talk to us about some of the artists who were inspiring a young rhythm. Man, I I love Drizzy, but I gotta I gotta give a shout out to Weezy because I mean, without Weezy, man, I would have never I would have never heard about him. So, uh, Lil Wayne has been that goat for me forever, forever. And then of course Chris Brown, Michael Jackson, you know. I want to get into dancing, but I ain't got no, I ain't got no dancing rhythm. Your name I'm rhythm and you got no rhythm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> ah, it's musical rhythm. You know, I'm always on beat. I'm always on beat. Fair, fair. What's crazy is I was gonna say, and I have this in my notes too. I was like, people when they listen to you, you know, you got the R and B, the pop, and the rap. You're you're doing it all. Yeah. And if I was to compare your style to anyone in the game, I put Drake or Chris Brown. And what's crazy is that, ah! yes, you, yes, you sing. Some people may say you lean more R&B, but you can, you know, you can't be quick to write you off as a, a, a your lyricism. So, like, some of the metaphors you be spitting, man, I'd compare it to Lil Wayne. So, it's crazy that I have all that in my notes, too. And it's crazy that that's hey. who you tell me that inspires you. I appreciate that, man. That's, that's, a, that's like a big up, uh, for real. Hell yeah, man. Um, tell us what your creation process is like. Do you write? Do you freestyle? Walk us through a day in the studio with rhythm. So I usually, man, every night I'll be listening to about 20, 30 beats. I'll go through like a hundred beats a day before I find something that I like. And then when I, when I hear something that I like, it just kind of snaps. I'll get like a, I'll get a little melody. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. and then I'm like, fuck, oh, oh, let me put some lyrics to that. And then, I mean, and then I just do. Shit. shit ends up working out. 
when you're in the studio, like how many songs are you trying to crank out? Or are you like perfecting just this one song or how does that go? I usually try to, so I've got, I, by the time I get in the studio, I usually have one or two songs that I want to knock out while I'm in there. So I'll have, I'll have them like prepared and ready and everything. And if I have any extra time, I'll just kind of, I'll fuck around with like the concepts that I have aren't like completely solid. But most of the time when I'm in the studio, I have it, I already have it written out or, or something. I'll have yeah. a, a good, a good frame. Yeah. You don't want to go to the studio and waste studio time, you know, still yeah. working on that song or whatever. Yeah, but... yeah, you waste your time, their time. Oh, man. And, and and you kind of talked about this earlier. You said, um, you know, the rhythm of the music and, and whatnot. So I was going to ask you to talk about your artist name. How did you come up with rhythm? Well, actually, uh, it was in college. Uh, you remember uh, Shayra? Yes. Yeah, she was actually, she was uh, like two doors down from where I was staying. And she was like, that boy got rhythm. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and then that was my Instagram handle for like, I don't know, three or four years. Yeah, and, uh, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna go by rhythm." And, and recently, is it is it foreign rhythm or is it still just rhythm? So I, I'm working on getting my name changed across all platforms to foreign rhythm, but uh, right now it is still just rhythm. Yeah, that's probably uh, would help you stand out more too, because there's a lot of uh, I noticed because when I when we collab together and I put rhythm, it'll send your songs to like other rhythms and was like yeah bro i hate that shit like i'll try to post the song and then i'll look on my page and it's like three other songs by somebody <laughs> i don't even know i'm like damn <laughs> like damn uh yeah that's why i had to i had to change it up a little bit and so what were you going were you just going by like brock johnson before the rhythm thing because yeah in, in my early like the early early soundcloud days i was uh i was just brock johnson for like my first 10 20 songs yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then Cheryl was like, you should go by, you should go by rhythm. And I was like, bet. Yeah. She's like, that boy got rhythm. <laughs> they got to be your tag. You know, when you uh, do features with other artists and stuff, just ha have her record it and just come in right before you come in. That boy got rhythm. That'd be hard. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, what's your take on the Arkansas scene as of now? Uh, I think Arkansas is on the come up for real. Like, uh, I think it's, it's, you know, everybody knows Arkansas is slept on. But uh, yeah. I mean, we got we got bankroll that's popping out. Uh, Ed Dolo, I don't know if you know about Ed Dolo. Uh, Eleven hundred fats. There, yeah. there are a couple independent art. Uh, Dolo actually got signed to QC not too long ago. But um, yeah, we're definitely on the rise. Like, there's there's a lot of shit bubbling under the surface that people don't know about. You know, as of um, as of late, like the biggest rap scene has been Florida. You know, we got guys like Little Pump, XXXTentacion, Ski Mask, Denzel Curry, all these guys. Yeah. Is it safe to say that Arkansas is going to be the next scene? You think within the next at least five years? Oh, for sure. I I think I think Arkansas is so hungry, bro. Like I don't think people understand, but they're they're about to learn. Yeah, they're about to figure it out. You got you got like like you said, some of these more well-known artist names was still probably not as known across, you know, the U S or at least the world globally, but in Arkansas, you know, you named those, those two or three big names. And then like, you think about all the little guys and they're just waiting, yeah. bro, just hungry. Yeah. There, I mean, there's us, there's you, there's me, like the whole squad that you got. I got a whole little yeah. squad having it. Your squad. Yeah, like, the guys I put you on that you did the performance with recently, you know, yeah. there's a lot of people working, man. Yeah, They're hard too. Like, they're hard. Like they had the crowd jumping. I, <laughs> yeah, like, I hate that I missed that, man. Yeah, bro. I really wanted you to be there. 
It's always more time, though. It's always oh, more time. Sure. I'm curious, man, because I know your grind and, and I know how you be like tuning out these songs, man. How many songs you got in the vault? Uh, I got about, I want to say about 60, maybe 65 songs that are uh, that are recorded, probably about 30 that are mixed and mastered and just ready. So any albums in the work? Are you saving them for any future albums or what? What's, yeah, what's the move I, with I, I, I'm working on an album. I don't want to give out the release date yet. I'm thinking it, it's going to be this year. But yeah. Uh, yeah, the album, the album is in the works. OK, OK. Talk to us about foreign entertainment. What is it and why you created it? So that actually was a a, a big old thing because you know how I used to uh, I, I used to run with this management team called Bushwick Productions. Right. And, I wasn't gonna uh, bring them up. I wasn't gonna bring them ah, up. But. No, it's okay. It's part of it's part of the story, bro. Okay. So, okay. Uh, I mean, shit was good. Like they set me up with the whole college tour and everything. I got to meet a bunch of celebrities and open up for them and everything. But uh, it got kind of sour because we did this. We did this deal in uh, January of 2020, right before Corona hit. Yeah. Uh, with, with this independent label called Pro Music League in Denver, and I remember that. Yeah. So uh, my old manager, his name was Chapu. He got pissed because coronavirus hit like right after uh, right after we signed and we were promised all of these things, but all these venues closed. So right. it was like a huge debate between, you know, my management and like they were taking my other management from Music League. And uh, it led it kind of led to a split because there was just a lot of friction and things weren't happening the way that they wanted them to. So. I just didn't really like how they were conducting themselves. Right. And at the end of it all, they tried to, uh, I mean, no sneak dissing or anything, but they, they tried to steal all my music, bro. Like they, they yeah. tried to, they tried to take my pages. They took my name. I was I, like, I yo. saw you post about that. That's, oh, I was like, yo, what the fuck? They tried to catalog all my music under like, a, it was like Bushwick rhythm catalog 2020. I was like, yo, yeah. and they tried to lock me out. Like they deleted all my songs off of Spotify I was like, yo. Did that work out, though? Did you end up getting control of, of your songs? Yeah, yeah. I got everything back. Like, they didn't have full control of everything. They took, like, a 30% split of my songs. But uh, that that's also what led me to create my own uh, yeah. little, you know, little group called 4N Entertainment. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to change my name, too. So the more unique that it is, the, the, the less of a chance that somebody will have to try to take my stuff. I agree, bro. I used to just go by Paris, and yeah, you know, yeah. I had to change I that too. I had to, bro. I had to. There was just too many other Paris, and then of course you got the OG rapper Paris from like the nineties. Yeah. So you I know, remember you got a little wanna... hate sometimes from that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but um, so since you, you know, we since we're talking about Bushwick, so you got like a peek into like the business side of music. Did you take all that knowledge and put it into foreign entertainment? Yeah, so far, I mean, I, I don't have as many contacts as they have yet, but we're on the way. And uh, we, we got a couple things lined up for towards the end of this year. But as far as, you know, uh, conducting myself in a business like setting, I, I mean, I I got that. Like, I, I learned I learned a little bit because Chapu, I'm not going to lie, he's a little sharp. Like, he, yeah. he can make it happen. And uh, I mean, Mula, Mula, ah, Mula. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, I'm not gonna speak on <laughs> But hey, they had some dope artists like my boy Noah Millen. He's he's hard. Noah's dope. Yeah, Noah's dope. I've heard a couple of his couple of his sounds. 
Uh, who are some of the artists affiliated with uh, Foreign? You want to talk about those guys? Yeah, so I'm working with uh, this one dude named Orion Hunter, and he actually just got shouted out on Mario's page not too long ago. And uh, I, I got my homeboy, Mr. Penny. Uh, my cousin, uh, she goes by Dottie. She okay. was actually, she was popping on YouTube, uh, like in the early 2000s, she linked up with this girl from London named Courtney Bennett. And they got like over a, a couple million views on her. Uh, they did a remix of Bad by like yeah. Wale and them. And uh, yeah, I'm working on my roster now, but it's not too deep, but we, we got, yeah. we got, we got some hitters. Hey man, quality over quantity, always. For sure. For what sure. are uh what are you looking for in an artist? So let's say uh, later down the line, when you start to consider more people to be a part of for, and what are you looking for? I'm really just looking for creativity. Like, uh, you know, I want, I want, I don't want like assholes. Like, I, I don't want you yeah. to. I, I know you're hot. Like, I know your music is good. Don't be a dick about it. Like, I don't want to. Right. Them are the worst. Them are the them are the worst is the cocky ones. Like you know they're good, they know they're good, but uh always you gotta be humble, bro. You can't yeah, you gotta be an asshole about it. I'm trying to help. Once you hit Drake's level, you know you can do that, but (laughs) yeah, like uh people don't even know you. So is it safe to say rhythm plans on staying independent? You know, uh, I imagine is is foreign entertainment gonna be an independent label or how how's how's that gonna go? I'm thinking uh, as as time goes, I, I'm gonna try to stay independent for as long as I can. But I mean, if if I'm approached with like a, a a major label that is really for me and is not trying to hold me in the business, I'm gonna probably take that deal just so I can give back to all the people that are you know giving me their time and their resources. Because I mean, I'm I'm paying my team and everything, but uh, I mean, they deserve way 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 more. There's only so much you can do now. Yeah, but I, I hear where you're coming from. Yeah, and um, I, I mean, I ideally I want to stay independent so that all the revenue comes to us with no middleman or anything. But if yeah. if it comes down to it, I want us all to eat as soon as possible. Uh, you were talking earlier um, off camera. You said you had a distribution uh, distribution deal. Yeah, yeah. So about mm, I think it was last week, I went down to uh, Norcross, Georgia, and uh, I had a consultation with Authentic Empire. And I met with uh, Black the manager, and I played him a couple of my songs and my videos, and uh, he was he was fucking with it. Said that uh, basically he said that my video presence needed a little work because I mean I only got I got two videos out right now, uh, like music. You got two that, music videos out. Yeah. Damn, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I really don't be. Where I mean, we've been shooting videos, but we haven't been publishing any videos. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. He basically said, I mean, I just need a little more social presence. So they said they would help me with that, and uh, they offered me a distribution deal. Shit, dope. That's that's the beginning of something beautiful, bro. Yeah, we're working on it. So um, you've done some live shows before. What has that been like? Who are some artists that you've been able to open up with? And uh, just tell us about, you know, performing for the first time. What was that like? Uh, my first time performing, I uh, I opened up for High Def Gang. And Travis Porter, that was in uh, Fayetteville, and it was lit, bro. Like they had us in a VIP room and everything. I like yeah. I got to chop it up with them, and the, it was cool. Like, and then I was nervous at first. And I'm not even gonna lie, like, cause the crowd there was probably like there's probably like two twenty five hundred people out there, and I was like, yeah. fuck. 
they they probably didn't know you know no shade they probably didn't really know rhythm at the time no nah, they they didn't but i mean they was rocking and i was like okay like i I really fed off the energy of the crowd because I mean they were already hype. I know everybody was drinking yeah. and shit, so I was like, well, "Okay, it's Baytown. It's, it's, it's yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Bill, man. It was cool. Everything was cool." Um, what were some? I know you opened up for NLE Chopper. What was that like? Uh Chopper's dope. Like he was cool. We got to uh, we got to we got to kick it a little bit after the show. Uh, shit got kind of wild because uh, <laughs> shit got kind of wild because everybody was like chasing us down. And shit, they thought we were like part of Chopper's team. We're like, no, yeah, <laughs> no, opening. But they were like chasing after the bus and the cars and shit. I was like, whoa, that shit was wild. I, I had never had nothing like that. And that was a, that was an even bigger crowd than the Fayetteville show. That Jeez, was out in uh, Lubbock, Texas. No, that was LSU. Yeah, that was okay. LSU. So, um, so you performed in Arkansas. You performed in Texas. Are those the uh, any other places you performed yet, or? Uh, yeah, Arkansas, Lubbock, Texas, LSU. Uh, yeah, that's it. I okay. only got I only got three shows before Corona hit. Yeah, yeah, kind of put yeah. a, a damper on on all the plans. Yeah, it's all but, good um, though. I would, yeah, you you've come as as you can see, you coming back. So it's everything happens for a reason. Uh, what are some of the places you would like to perform in, be it city, states, or even countries? Uh, I wanna. I really want to perform everywhere, but I want to turn. I want to turn Hot Springs up. I want to turn Arkansas up. Yeah, I want yeah. to turn. I, I want to go to London too. I feel like London is crazy when it comes to hip hop and like R and B. Like they they have some of the craziest crowds, and I just want to see that. You know, a lot of artists they blow up overseas before they do back home. Russ yeah. Six Nine, just to name yeah, a couple. Man, uh, do you ever like pay attention to your like analytics? See what like cities and and countries you're hitting. Do you ever? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy the places you hit, bro. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, Germany, like L. A. How do y'all even oh, me. Hear about me out there? Like, um, like obviously, I I usually see Hot Springs somewhere at the top, but yeah, like when I I've been putting more music on Spotify, and I've been hitting Canada like for some odd reason. I don't yeah. I don't know though. <laughs> <laughs> Just crazy. Well, before we move on, any advice for upcoming artists who maybe haven't done a live show yet? What, you know, they can expect? How do they put themselves out there to even ask, you know, for connections or whatever to, to do a live show? What, what would be some advice for that? I would just say uh, keep grinding, you know. Each opportunity, it may not work out the way that you want it to, but that doesn't mean that the door is closed. Like, one door closed means another one opens, like, for real. And it does. it's not the end of the world if somebody tells you no, because that no can immediately turn into a yes the next time they see you doing something. They're like, damn, I, I should have booked them there. Like, I should have did that. But, I mean, shit, now you can charge them for that, too. So it, yeah. it is what it is. Um, who are some artists, producers that you would like to collab with or work with in the future? I know you got a, a list, no matter how big or small they are, you know. Uh, Zaytoven, Metro Boomin, uh, Ian Dior. Wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, he just made the double uh, XL list. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, let me see. I want to work with 40, bro. 40 makes some fire-ass beats. Yeah, uh, he he been keeping Drake alive. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but Drake Drake got like a nine hundred to zero record right now. <laughs> Straight wins, man. 
every time, bro. It's, it's artist insane. of the decade for a reason, dog. Yeah, for real. Just that's just a couple to name off the top, but I, I yeah. would have to write down a list. Boy Wonder. Um, who? Boy Wonder. I don't know who that is. Hey, yeah. Okay. 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 Um. Yeah, man. With the information you know now, is there anything you would have done differently versus when you first started? You've been in the in the game a little while, so. Yeah, I probably would have started sooner, bro. I probably would. Oh God! Slap, oh, God. I would have slapped the fuck out of myself, bro. <laughs> Feel like just drop that shit. Like, what are you waiting for? But at the end of the day, it all works out. Like everybody, everybody's time is different, so you can't compare yourself. Like your come up is different than everybody else's. Like so, exactly. I, you got doing that. Stop comparing yourself to this, 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 that artist because that's their story. You know, yours is coming. When I uh, when I have guys on here and I ask them that question, they all tend to say the same thing. Um, they wouldn't be who they are if they didn't take the journey that they that they took. Yeah. What um so. I wonder if, because you went to college and you ended up dropping out. Is Was that the focus on music? Were you like, because you said you would have started sooner. So did you think going to college kind of like yeah. was in a way of making music? Actually, I feel like it kind of cultivated my music, but I, then I got, I, I got, I got wrapped up in it. So I, I just yeah. dropped out to kind of pursue that. And uh, I, college definitely helped me out to like really find myself. Because I mean, I was, I've always been me. But I, I'm not me like I, I wasn't me like I am now, you know? Yeah. I got I, I got you, exposed dog. to the real world, like, and it really showed me what was good, what I can do, and, like, what I can do to do better. And that really helped me out. Yeah, I'm in, this, I'm in the same boat as you. Because, um, like, yeah, I was making music in, in high school, but it was kind of more, like, for fun. It wasn't, like, like, yeah, I knew I wanted serious. to do it, but it, it was just, like, you're, you're young, dude. You're, like, 17, 18. Like, you're not thinking... You know, too far, but yeah. I don't know. Going to college for me is just like meeting people, connecting with them, becoming more comfortable yeah. with my sound. I don't. I feel like it helped too. Yeah, definitely got to like it was like free network. You know, Hell like yeah. you didn't have to do nothing. It's like, hey, listen to this. Like you in the car with somebody, they 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 dropping you off, or you dropping them off. Play your shit, bro. <laughs> bro, that's the best shit. Whatever you like, you're bumping your you shit, and they're like, who is who is this? It's like that's me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of old dudes at Walmart. They, they've they been finding out I rap because uh, I gave this one dude, um, I gave him a CD of, like, my unfinished album. I was like, this is just for you. I normally don't do this. And he he was telling people and playing it for him. They've been coming up and ah! you rap. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> free clout, dog. I was loving it. Man. You said what? I said free clout, dog. <laughs> for real. For real, for real. It, it means a lot, like, when the older people, like, I'm talking, like, 40, 50, they, like, fucking with your shit, because they yeah. usually don't fuck with the newer shit. Right. They'll old like, okay, young blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, man, that's all the questions I got, Um, and I appreciate you, you know, for coming through, chopping it up with me, allowing me to highlight you. I've been wanting to do this for a minute, so um, hopefully oh, I can have sure. you back Anytime. on, dog. Yeah, Anytime. I'd love to have you on yeah. in the future, especially once you you know drop your album and and start getting some traction going. And because you yeah. you're going on a on a narrow path, you know you keep doing what you're doing, dog, for real. Appreciate that, man, for real. Shit. Well, any any final thoughts before we get up out of here? 
Ah, shit. To all the viewers, man, keep your grind consistent. Do not stop. Listen to Paris because he knows. Bro, Paris knows. I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all. We've been doing this shit for a while. And, man, uh, man Paris, you want to come too, bro. Like, don't let anybody say nothing to you, bro. Your shit's hard. I appreciate that, dog. I appreciate that. You too, bro, man. For real. We need to do man, this collab tape too. We've been talking about it for uh, bro, a minute. For real. We need a whole, we need a like a, a whole mixtape together, bro. On some Drake and Future type shit. Hell yeah. Well shit. Hey man, if you listen to the YouTube version, I will of course drop rhythms links all in the description box. Y'all be sure to check the kid out. Foreign rhythm on everything. Y'all be sure to show the kid love. I am saved by Paris. Until next time, we out, dog. <laughs>